So I really hate to admit this, but oftentimes when I start writing a book, I think to myself, I sure hope this doesn't suck. I mean, what if people read this and don't like it? What if it's the worst thing I've ever done? And it's not like a grade in class where, yeah, maybe I get a bad grade, but this is permanent. This like goes out into the world. And unlike things like a blog or, or even this podcast, you can take it down. But if I write a book and put it out there and I can't take it back, what will I do then if it's terrible? So in today's episode, we're going to talk all about how to make sure you write a book that doesn't suck and the three things you can do today to win the confidence you need to get writing. So let's dive right in. Welcome to the Authors Who Lead podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, people who want to be inspired by authors, leaders, and the messages they share. This is such an important podcast to us because we help uncover what goes on behind the scenes when authors are writing their book. We talk about the process. We talk about where they get big ideas, and you can listen in on those conversations. We can't wait for you to join us. So let's get started. So when I started writing my first book, I think I had finally wrestled to the ground the fact that I was meant to write a book. But I was really terrified that if I wrote this book, that if people might judge me, that people in my sphere might think that I was a little bit crazy, or worse, that they might expect more of me. <laughs> and so I struggled a lot. But when I got committed to write my book and I wrote it in 30 days, that's how I really started to change my path, because I no longer lived inside of my head doubting and thinking about what might happen someday. Or maybe you've tried writing a book before and you're worried about, I don't want it to be like that again. Those two things alone, thinking about the past or the future, will get you in more trouble than anything else. So that's the first thing. If you're going to write a book that doesn't suck, number one, you have to write in this present moment. You can't worry about how good it would be if you just waited or if you just did more research or if you went back in time and get that paper you wrote really well and you got that A+, plus, if you could just write like that. You have to write from the now, right here. You have all the skills you need to write. Now, yes, you can do it better probably in the future, but I hate to tell you when it's the future, that time in the future, when you go to sit down to write, it will be now. There's no way to escape this moment. So try not to live in any other present, any other moment than the present. So one of the things I tell my writing clients is, Please don't think. I want you to write. I know that might sound contradictory, like, well, how am I going to write something if I'm not thinking? Well, the truth is that you don't need to be thinking to write. And I want to explain this. Most people started out their careers writing from some sort of templated plan that was given to them by their teacher. Whether it was third grade when you learned the three-paragraph essay or in high school when you learned about a thesis statement or whatever else that was put on your mind to write like an academic. In those ways, you constantly were thinking, okay, what does it take to pass this class? Or what do I need to do to get this, to get my teacher to like this so I don't have to redo it? So we're constantly living in our mind, thinking, 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 instead of just writing, just being in the moment. And if you can eliminate the thinking before you write, then what comes from you will come from a pure state from who you really are, not some judged place. Like most of us were trained to be editors, so we're constantly editing everything before we even write it. So you're, you're over-processing. If you ever try to write something and feel exhausted and you've only written a few sentences, it's probably because you were spending too much time thinking. Or every time you wrote a line, you wanted to edit it. 
that's because you were thinking. It's a hard skill to learn to stop thinking in general. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy, but I'm saying that you'll help your book be better because it'll come from you. The best version of you is right now. There is no future version of you that's better. Because if you start to believe that, then you're never going to write a book that's useful right now. Useful for you, for the reader. And in some future date, when you go to write it, it will be this moment as well. I want you to write knowing that you have confidence to let go of thinking when you write. Try it out. Just trust me. Just turn off all your notifications, maybe even get away from the computer. Or at the very least, just sit in stillness quietly. Take several deep breaths. You know, the kind that fill up your entire belly. And then you release it all at the top and do it again. Take some time to be here. Feel how your breath um, kind of awakens you. That sort of state of being right here. Now, if you overplan your writing and you're always constantly doubting yourself, you're going to always invite in levels of imperfection. And perfection. Both of them are sort of challenging one another. The imperfection saying, this is not good enough, this is not good enough. And the perfectionist saying, this is not good enough, this is not good enough. Both those states keeping you from saying what you have to say. So the first thing you need to do if you're going to write and not worry about it sucking, you got to write in the now, right here. And that means removing thinking. The second thing you need to do if you're going to write a book that doesn't suck, you need to understand why you're the unique, unique person in the world. And you are. If you haven't been told lately, you're the most unique person on the planet. No one else will be made in your image. Sure, you can have children, but they're not exactly duplicates of you. Even if you have a twin or a quadruplet, you're the most unique person. So you've got to stay focused on that. Know what makes you unique. Writing an amazing book hasn't, doesn't have to do with writing something new. Uh, there's really nothing new under the sun to write about. Just stay here, write. Being original doesn't happen because you write it. It's because you already are. You are the original. So if you write in a place of confidence, you will write uh, more true. The books that are honest. Have you ever had an interview or read a book? You're like, gosh, this person really is being vulnerable and honest, and I really resonate with the way they're talking to me. That's what makes a good book. You can't suck being you. <laughs> You're the best version of you you're, you're ever going to be in this moment. So lean into it. Even if you're quirky and strange and odd and, you know, a little unpolished, don't worry. That's what makes you unique, right? I sat down to record this podcast and I recorded the entire episode and I realized that the mic wasn't working and I was so frustrated with myself and I started to beat myself up and, and then I giggled because... The very topic of this podcast is about not thinking. And there I was overthinking, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to sit here, not doubt that that didn't happen for a reason, and I'm going to hit record again. My uniqueness isn't in all the details of what I talk about. It's just being myself, offering my insight, the things I observe, think, the things I learn from my clients as I coach them, and all the hundreds of other people I've helped over the years. You know, that's what makes me unique, that I'm born incredibly dyslexic, though it's difficult to talk about sometimes and embarrassing that I can't spell simple words. It makes me unique because I see the world differently. In fact, I'm always looking for things that aren't words within a message. What's the subtleties there? What are they trying to say? In fact, most of our communication isn't from words. 70% of human communication is nonverbal. So I spend a lot of time studying people. 
Those are all advantages now. But at one time, it really wasn't. But it makes me unique. I'm the first one in my family to go to college and graduate. That's amazing. I mean, that's a big accomplishment. It makes me unique. Maybe that's you too. Maybe you're the oldest or the youngest. Hang on to your uniqueness and, and live through it. Don't run from it. Don't hide it. Because you are the only person that will ever exist in this universe just like you. And if we don't have you, whatever stories, whatever truth you tell will disappear when you do. So don't worry about it sucking. You're the only unique person that could ever write this in this way. Just don't try to imitate other people. Be yourself. And, and I think that this is so undervalued because maybe social media, maybe because of media in general, maybe because we've always been comparing ourselves to the person next door. Maybe in caveman days, we looked at the other person's club and said, huh, this club's better. Her club's different. Whatever it was that the human ego gets us to start to compare ourselves, I want you to realize that you you were born for a reason. And I think that's part of the reason why I started this podcast a long time ago, if you've been listening for any time, it used to be called Born to Write. Because I do believe everybody is called to write a message, to share something. Most people, the majority of people feel like they have a book inside of them. So few people write the book because they're afraid. Afraid that they won't be good enough. Afraid that they'll be laughed at or judged. And you know what? That's something that doesn't belong to you. If people do that, that's about them. It's not about you. Judgment doesn't come from a place of love or acceptance. It comes from a place of ridicule, um, unsettledness, and maybe a lack of insecurity. You got to let that thing, that go. Let those things drift away. Because if you can focus on what you can do, you'll start to have an incredible impact on the people around you who need to hear your voice. You can't suck when you're being you. No one can say you're not being you. You are. Yes, I understand that uh, you, you, there's many things you can do, and we'll talk about it. The third one's real more, more practical, but I wanted you to get a sense of why it's so important to just be yourself. And the last thing, which I think is important as well, is you got to enlist the help of other people. You know, when we are trained in school, you weren't allowed to look at other people's papers or get help. And, you know, that's that's unfortunate. Yes, I know they're trying to measure how good you are at doing this, but I think they should have measured how well you are at writing a message that matters, crafting something that moves you, challenges you, inspires you, teaches you. Instead, we worried about, did you look at someone else's paper? I think you have to get help. In the traditional publishing world, great books aren't made with one single person. They're made with editors. They're made with um, book coaches. They're made with a whole slew of people who help the book get better every single step of the way people who polish your words, people who help refine the words, organize the book, editors from developmental to copy to line edits and proofreading. Know that your book will get better and better as it's get workshopped, as it's preparing for publication. Maybe if you're like me, you're kind of a messy writer. I'm dyslexic, and if I stayed focused on trying to spell things, I would never finish anything. So I have to kind of push through the messiness, and then I can go back and clean it up. And even after I clean it up, it's still pretty messy. So I want you to know that you can get help. Getting help in your writing is probably the most important thing to learn is that if you try to do it all on your own, you might get overwhelmed. And not, not just talking about the writing or the editing. I mean, the support to have confidence in yourself. Because I bet you're writing way better than you think you are. I think that inner critic, that thinking mind I talked about earlier, that's getting in your way. You're judging yourself before you even let anybody look at it because you don't want anyone to see how not good you are. 
that's the point. It's not ready to share with anyone except for people to realize this is a messy, ugly draft, right? This is not the perfect draft. I need help so I can see how I can make it better. And oftentimes just hearing somebody share, wow, this is really unique when you said this or really interesting. That might be the encouragement you need. Or even pointing out, hey, you repeated this thing in this paragraph and in this chapter. Maybe you could just remove it or put it in one place. Oh, good point. I didn't realize I was repeating myself. Getting help is one of the easiest ways to be confident your book won't suck. But if you hide your book away, don't show it to anybody, never get any early readers, and then just put it in the world, I think you'll kind of shoot yourself in the foot as far as not getting the best piece of work out into the world. So get help. Join a writer's group. Be a part of a writing community. Get someone to read alongside you. Read it out loud and record yourself. Uh, There's so many ways you can actually get support. And you don't have to do it alone. In fact, I don't recommend that you do it alone. Because why would you do anything alone you could do in community? There's something about American society that says to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And I understand. There are times when you just need to put in the hard work. But when you don't need to do that and there's people around, ask for help. Your humility will go a long way. And those people who helped you will feel a part of it. And guess what? They're going to be the ones who leave great reviews. But if you isolate yourself from everyone and don't tell anybody your fears and doubts and and wonders, then you're going to actually hide yourself on the page by thinking. You're going to remove yourself from the page to make it less unique, to make it more safe for you. But vulnerability is what we need as as readers, we need to see and feel the author's truth. And if you hide away from it, then yeah, you're probably going to lean towards the sucky side. And I don't want you to. I want you to get help and make it better so you can be the best version of yourself. Give yourself confidence that being you is enough and that you can write and you can iterate. Maybe it takes you like me more than one draft to get anything out. But I know that if I stick at, stick at it, I'll get a draft done and I'll do the best I can. If you're thinking about writing a book, Please don't do it alone. Do it in community. I don't want you to think your book's going to suck. It's not going to suck unless you just avoid these things. And if you need help, you want accountability, support, inspiration, then join the Authors Who Lead community. We have all levels of programs, but the Authors Who Lead community, the Author Apprentice program, is just $90 for 90 days. Join and find out what you need. Attend a free workshop. Meet other authors. Just don't hide out. Get support. And I really appreciate anybody who sends me a personal email. And please do, because I want to hear from you. What would you like to hear more of? What do you need support with? And I might direct you back to your community, but I really want to hear from you because that helps me create content to help you. I hope this helped you today. And if you're walking, driving, uh, listening to this as you cook, know that you were meant to write this book. If it's on your heart, it's for a reason. I don't want you to stop just because you have these doubts. And don't worry, it's not going to suck. It's going to be great. You're going to be amazing. Thanks again for listening. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Authors Who Lead. I'm Asul Taronis. We appreciate you. Please subscribe so you can get the notification that we have new episodes every week. And go to authorswholead.com to learn about our show notes and all of our backlists of amazing authors we've interviewed since the beginning of this podcast. Thank you and have an amazing day.